0: back to another episode of Hunger for the Outdoors. I'm Connor.
1: I'm Michaela. I'm Melissa.
2: And I'm Zach.
0: And this week we had a, a special request from a listener. Uh, Zach, do you want to go ahead and tell us what it was?
2: Yeah, so one of our listeners actually reached out on Instagram. Um, a gal that's a local resident in Idaho that's had a little bit of experience hunting. Um, but she sat and she asked what the girls' experiences were because she hadn't had a ton of experience. and She's kind of new to this as has our wives and so she wanted to hear about our wives experiences hunting
0: yeah and so this episode we kind of wanted to turn the time over to our wives and let them share uh, their experiences hunting things they've encountered um, things they wish they knew before they got into it uh, just stuff like that and so I don't know which one do you want to go first but
1: McKenna can go
2: ahead and go first. Well, I think, okay. Connor, why don't we direct this a little bit and and kind of ask them questions about their hunting seasons okay. and figure out about their experiences through what, you know, perspectives that we might not normally have. All right, yeah. Do you want me to start or do you want to go ahead and start? Uh, you can go ahead. All right. I guess the first question, going to both girls, is this year, what's one thing that – you learned this year hunting that you will take with you through the rest of your lives as you go hunting?
3: Um, always have backup clothes in case you get wet and cold. Always have bug spray, or at least in the early seasons. Mm, take water, be hydrated. Um,
1: I think a good thing to have is definitely make sure you have, like, extra ammo or arrows. Or if you're going fishing, make sure you have extra lures or flies or whatever. Because There's been times that me and Zach have gone out and lost one and not had any more to keep going with either hunting or fishing. So just make sure you have plenty of everything that you're going hunting or fishing with.
0: Yeah, I like that answer. I usually have two or three of each lure's. In my tackle box.
3: hmm We usually take at least I don't know a whole um, box full of ammo and some leftover in the car. So we always take plenty of ammo for sure. Yeah. Well,
0: when you say you take one box, take an extra box each.
3: Yeah. Sorry. Each. So each of us has a box of twenty-five, and then we each have a box of twenty-five in the car.
0: Yeah. Um, I think another question is what. How is the getting into the hunting and fishing world? How is, you know, what are some things you've noticed with like the community hunting, other hunters, other fishermen?
3: I've noticed that they're all pretty nice. They're, or at least the ones I've met or talked to. Um, they're willing to tell you what they've caught if for fishing and what they've used. Um, they the same with um, hunting. We've had friends tell us some good places to hunt. Um, so yeah, I think they're a lot nicer than I thought they would be.
1: Yeah, I I've noticed that a lot of fishermen and hunters are really nice and just open in most cases. There are those rare few that don't like sharing their spots or what kind of fish they caught or how many. But it goes back to our uh, adventure ice fishing. Uh, Just people go out of their way to make sure everybody gets home safe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a fair, fair thing. I think that that's really one of the priorities of all of us out there. Um, What's one memorable experience each of y'all have from this past year, like just one memory that you would like to share with our listeners?
3: Mine would probably have to be my first duck. It was pretty awesome um, because let's see, it was, for like just barely right after shooting hours um we'd be sitting there for like a half hour before we we're all set up so we got got up and at like 3 and we got there we're all set up and then um yeah we get the shoot shooting um gosh what's the word the first shot
0: shooting light
3: yeah first shot of shooting light and there's this hen mallard that just flew over us and connor missed and i got it and so yeah that was nice and then he he got a little blue teal a little bit um after but yeah that was a fun memory
1: I think one of my favorite memories is also my first duck. It was actually opening day here in Idaho. We went out to Mud Lake and camped in our little teardrop ta- trailer the night before. Got up and it was really cold outside. So I had like three sweatshirts on. Went out and sat, was sitting next to Zach. And which, what kind of duck was it again?
2: It was just a paddle duck.
1: It, it come into his uh, spread of duck decoys that we had out there and I shot and I hit it and in the process I hit two of Zach's decoys. Three. Three. <laughs> drowned the one. Almost two. drowned the second one.
2: We drowned two of them. We've only got one. <laughs> So really you got four so, birds.
1: That was a, fun. yeah. Four in one shot.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. New right. record, right? I'm
2: right. Excited about that one. Let me it tell you guys, I was just overly <laughs> thrilled.
1: <laughs> it made a memory, hey, at though. Least you got it.
2: <laughs> the decoys?
1: Yeah, so oh, I the didn't
3: actual end, <laughs> along with
1: the decoys. <laughs> it would either be that experience or one of our first experiences camping of last fall. We went up to uh, McCoy Creek up by uh, Palisades, and it was just the perfect camping trip. You always have that memory of, or that imagination of that perfect camping trip of how everything's supposed to go and how everything's just supposed to go smoothly. And it just went that perfect route. And then we woke up at 630 the next morning to tons of elk buckling on the mountainside, and it was a really awesome experience
3: then. Yeah. I'd have to say another good one is um, when we went up to Gibby's cabin, I got my first fish with you.
0: Oh, yeah. Fish well, in the like River.
3: first fish in like 20 years, but not that much like 15. Anyways. Um, yeah. So we went up and it was in Bear on the bear river um it's like this little we were where it was like like thin and smooth and um we could like see through the water pretty much so we could see where the fish were and yeah it was it took a minute for them to you know bite and for us to figure out what they were wanting that day and how they were wanting it. But um, Connor decided to put us on some rainbow power bait and we we got it. And it was a pretty good size, uh, just a raver trout. Or
0: it was, Yeah, it was probably, I'd say the thing was at least. Uh, 12? I'd say between 9 and 12 inch rainbow trout.
3: Yeah. So that was fun. And I, I got to like hold it and get the hook out all by myself. <laughs> it was weird, but I got it and it lived. We gave it back.
0: <laughs> that was actually a really fun trip. Um, we had a friend with us, McKenna. She doesn't do a whole lot of fishing. And so this was her first. Well, it wasn't her first time, but this was her first year really fishing, getting into it. And... We had a couple of the fish there, and we had her trying to, you know, get hooks out of them and teaching her how to do that. And I don't know, Zach, if you ever been squeezing a fish really hard to get that grip and get the hook out, and you've squeezed air out of it and it, like, growls at you. I've had it happen once or twice. So that happened to her. She didn't know the fish could do that. <laughs> she
2: freaked.
0: She threw that fish and ran away screaming probably 10, 15 feet. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. That was fun to watch. And
3: then they all taught us how to uh, gut the fish and flay them to get eaten. That was exciting for sure. I guess McKenna did most of that. I didn't do it. I just watched. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, she liked cleaning the fish. <laughs> um, Another question I got is, have you ladies seen – I don't know if you have or not, but have you noticed a difference between like a, a guy hunting and a girl hunting or, or like anywhere within the outdoor communities? Have you seen a difference between the male and female aspect of it?
3: Hmm.
1: Um, I've noticed that there's a lot more male hunters than there are female hunters. And that, like, if you're out and you end up bumping into another hunter somewhere, a lot of times they're surprised to see a female out hunting. But other than that, I think it's pretty, like, equal and fair between male and female.
3: Yeah, I know this as well. It's mostly uh, male dominance. um, But... um, We've talked to a few people and they said that females are starting to that the numbers are starting to get up there um yeah but i don't know with me and connor i think connor's since he's had more experience with all of it he's a little bit more into it than i am and but we're getting there one of these days i still like it <laughs> it's just like I don't know what things are. I don't know why we do things. Um, I need to do some more research on it, but.
1: I feel that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So I guess the next question for me would be, what is the next thing that you guys hope to learn from hunting this next year? What's one thing that you wish you'd learned this past year that you didn't have the opportunity to?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think I want to learn how to stalk like deer, elk, or even my turkey this spring a little bit better than I did last year. Because Whereas I went out hiking with Zach and looking for deer during archery season, I wasn't the greatest at being quiet. So that's (laughs) something I hope to get better at and fully understand a little bit better about how to track animals and that kind of thing
3: yeah um I don't know um for duck hunting I need to practice my calls I'd like to do I don't know some sort of a call and be good at it but we'll see (laughs) um fishing I need to learn how to to, oh, uh, put the lural, lure, and everything together.
0: Yeah, teach up you your own. Yeah, power. that's the word. Rig,
3: rig it up, and for like different situations as well. Like, when you use the weights and the bobbers, and like if you use the bobber and a weight. And.
2: <laughs> oh, bass machine. Deal.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: You're you're gonna absolutely. Oh,
3: I'm it. gonna hate it. <laughs> you're okay. gonna hate it. That's
0: something I want to get into this summer with you, Zach. Is uh, some more hit some more bass.
2: Yeah, I. That's honestly one of my my passions. But the reason that I love bass fishing so much is because unlike trout fishing, I, I normally can go out in any kind of condition and catch a trout. It's usually not too hard um the exception being this time of year we have all of our rivers frozen over but not frozen over hard enough to where we can walk on them right now and so it does make it awfully difficult to catch fish but if the water's open nine times out of ten i can catch a trout but with bass everything is changing all the time i mean a cloud in the sky can change what the bass are going to eat or a drop in a degree in temperature can change how the bass are going to feed. And so for me, it always presents that challenge of, I always have to be aware on it and I have to be conscientious of what I'm using. But the thing, what I'm really looking forward to most of summer for bass fishing is there's a little place in between our two houses that, um, last year I got to go fish and it is an absolute, monster on topwater frogs and that is my adrenaline rush is catching bass on topwater frogs there's just nothing quite like it and so i'd really like to get us out there for a few weekends this year and try to catch us some large mouth on topwater frogs
0: yeah that'd be really fun i want to see that topwater attack
2: it is absolutely <laughs> crazy um, but yeah I guess for the next question, is there any new styles of hunting or any different types of things that you guys want to hunt? What's your guys's like what do you guys want to try that's new for you guys this, this upcoming, upcoming year? year?
3: Um if we can afford it, I'd like to do a big game or turkey or something. Um I'd also like to try archery i've always like liked it and but I've never like actually got to try it out or anything um my all my cousins do it um so yeah i'd like to try out archery and stuff like that
1: um one thing that i'm really excited about is uh if we draw out doing my doing a turkey going out with my bow trying to get a turkey I'm really really excited about seeing if I can do that this year um another thing that I'm excited about is to go fishing on my own a little bit more whereas last year I only ever really went with Zach until the end of the year and well and until the end of the year he would always uh take care of my fish on my hook and rig up my fishing pole. And I want to get to where I can do that a lot on my own rather than relying on him to be there for me. I think
0: that'd be fun too. We could send you and Kayla off on your own little fishing trip. So me and Zach can hang out for a weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you guys can sleep in. We'll, we'll have to call you to rescue us. Oh, nope. Yeah, just you kidding. out of the boat we we won't need to call you
2: guys (laughs) (laughs) we're smart (laughs) because you guys are i am i'm just like
1: hopefully we fall off of a boat if we have the boat or fall in the river and can't get out of the river it's gonna be warm
3: hopefully yeah
1: Yeah, that's true we have that going for us (laughs)
2: <laughs> Although that uh, float that we did for a duck hunting, Connor, I'd love to have you guys up for a weekend this year and we can, uh, wade most of that river dragging the boat with us and fly. Oh, that'd fishing. be a lot and of fun. Yeah. Kicking the pants. Definitely do that.
3: Yeah. I still need to learn how to do that.
0: Yeah. We need to get, your
2: okay, <laughs> worry, get you a fly pole. Okay. Yeah. So I guess next part of that, this, Questions and answers of the girls' experiences. Um, tell me about your first experience with hunting. Your your initial reaction and shock and awe <laughs> when you got into the world of what is hunting.
3: All right. Oh. Sure, We okay, you want uh, to uh, go first? So that would be my duck hunting. Um, my our first time out. It was just like we decided one day after work or whatever. I forgot what we were doing. Anyways, we, by the time we got up to the Bear River Refuge where we um, hunt, um, we, uh, there was only about 45 half hour left of shooting light.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. We went up on a Sunday night. Oh Yes. Yeah, I forgot we went up Sunday <laughs> night. It was like
3: just a trial. I think it was the opener.
0: Yeah, it was the, the opener. It was on a Sunday this year. Yeah, and so we drove up there. By the time we got out there, got set up, we had maybe half an hour left <laughs> of shooting light.
3: Yeah, um, and first step into that water, and trying to take a few steps after that, I was like, "Oh shoot, what did I get myself into?" <laughs> I'm You've like, never
0: waded into water before No I Andrew. hadn't
3: And I was like I'm going to fall on my face And slip in the freaking mud <laughs> <laughs> um, But no We walk out you know, A few hundred yards And we get seated Into the wheats. Weeds um, And yeah They're mosquitoes all over the place and I'm trying not to like swat him away or like get him off my hands and like yeah that was really hard but it was it it was done (laughs) um but we were able to see just a few um of those ducks um and we none of them really came close enough to where we could get them but we did
0: um we let a few shots off
3: yeah we did try to get it a few times i should have gotten a couple but i missed (laughs) it wasn't bad for my first time trying to shoot a moving target going like 20 miles an hour so those,
0: those two are fast
3: yeah so that would be my experience melissa
1: So my, my first experience, uh, hunting would probably be, uh, one of the first days that Dove was open.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember we went out to Zach's parents' house cause they live outside of Rexburg and have a few acres out there. And he uh, just hands me the shotgun and tells me to load it and go shoot a Dove. And I was like, wait, 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 what? I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um... And so he's just like, well, just go shoot one. And I'm like, "Um, I don't think you realize I I don't know how to go just shoot a dove. I've shot a shotgun before, and I've shot it multiple times. I know how to load a shotgun. I know how to use a shotgun. But I had no idea how to shoot a dove. And so I had to sit down with Zach and say, hey, I need you to show me how to do this i'm a visual learner so you go hit a couple and then i will go try and hit a couple i just need to visualize what i'm doing and so i made him go out first and i watched him and i watched his techniques and all that and then i'm like okay i think i might get yeah, might have gotten this and i went out there and i chay or didn't chase but i went and found probably 15 20 doves that day and i was shooting at them and i didn't hit one of them that's okay
2: (laughs) in all fairness our fastest bird out there just about
1: yep i tried for like 15 or 20 of them until i just got so frustrated i'm like I'm done. I can't do any more today. I'm sorry. I love you. but <laughs> so another thing we need I'm to do and today. There's
0: Zach Dove hunting this fall. I want to make some poppers.
2: You guys there?
1: Huh. Yeah, no, no worries, no worries. Sorry, no. I think it's her there.
2: thing. Yeah, no, I love Dove Season. It's the first season it opens, and it gets me practice in <laughs> for ducks.
1: Mm-hmm. I think on top of Definitely. that, one thing that hunters need to keep in mind for those who who are trying to train a new tr- hunter trainee, don't just try and, like, push them and throw them into the deep end and hope they can swim and make their way through it. Try and either talk them through how to do things or show them how to do things before you just kind of send them out.
2: Or just send them out. It worked well for me. That's true. I did a little bit of both.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's like, here, here's where you shoot.
2: Okay, let's go. Don't miss. And for me, I mean, (laughs) the reason I have such a hard time teaching is because I never had a teacher. When I wanted to start hunting, um, my first experience hunting was out with my old man, and he handed me a youth single shot hammer action break open uh 12 gauge shotgun and we were going out for a pine hen no sage hen and they're they're big birds i mean they're bigger than a chicken and i remember him saying you better shoot fast because the rest of us aren't going to hold back and there was my uncle my dad Mm -hmm. and my grandfather that day plus my mom and a couple of others but i remember specifically Thinking, I gotta hold up and be one of the boys if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be a man. And you get up on those sage hen and you'll get about five feet from them before they blow up into your face and try to take off. And they they're as loud as a shotgun when they're that close, and it scares the crap out of you. And you got to get your wits together. And I, uh, in my family, the way that it runs is if you screw up. It depends on the level of how badly you screwed up, but you're not going to hear about the end of it until the end of next year, until the beginning of hunting season next year, or you may not ever hear the end of it. Um, For example, I really hope my cousin Connor listens to this because this year was his first year seriously hunting archery, and uh, we're never going to let him live this down, and so it's forever in this. He went out with his old man, who is one of the best elk hunters I've ever known. He's got some amazing elk. And his dad called in a bull elk. And Connor and I had been practicing all summer long, and we could make shots in our sleep that were 20, 30, 40, and 50 yards. He could go out a little further because he's got an adjustable sight, and I've only got a fixed pin sight, so I could only go out to 50, but...
1: At least you could go out to fifty. I can get past like thirty-five <laughs> yards with my bow.
2: Yeah, she she we still have some adjusting to do with yours, but We're anyway Ken and my uncle, Connor's dad, called in a 320 class bull at 40 yards from Connor. And he missed. <laughs> at 40 yards, he missed. <laughs> and we will never ever let him live that down because of the size of screw up it was it's just going to be something that is infinite for him
1: (laughs) so some people do learn better if you just kind of like throw them in the deep end but some don't so figure out which person you're training in hunting and figure out how to best train them for them and you
2: well and if you guys are going out for the purpose of specifically training one thing that I suggest that I will do a little bit better at this year that I learned from trying to train this year is don't plan on hunting yourself. If you're out there to train and Connor and I will probably end up doing this with our wives at one point this year. Um, for ducks exam, for example, um, if Connor, Michaela, my wife and I are going out for ducks and we want our wives to learn how to hunt, Connor and I are gonna sit about 10 yards back from our wives and do all the calling. And we'll call the shots and tell them when to shoot and we'll call in those ducks and make sure they're on their way in. But we are not going to be the ones looking for our own success. We're gonna be looking for the girls' success. And that's how you get a genuinely amazing experience for those you are training.
1: I think to finish it up, we can just talk a little bit about our favorite things about the past hunting season.
2: Okay. Highlights of past hunting season.
1: Um, I think one of my highlights was um, the fact that I got to uh, practice shooting my bow all year in preparation for archery season, even though I didn't have a successful archery season. I still really enjoyed going out every week and or every other day, actually, going out and shooting my bow and trying to get my poundage up as high as I could go, which I'm sitting at 50 pounds right now, and I want to go up to 60 before the end of the year this year. Um, other than that, I just enjoyed being outdoors and hiking with Zach everywhere and anywhere that we could during hunting season.
3: Um, For me, I just... Liked how I was able to get pulled into doing it because it turned out to be actually fun. Um
0: <laughs> You acted like I twisted your arm into it.
3: You sure did. No, I'm just. I kidding. just
0: asked. Hey, you want to try hunting? I'm like, sure.
3: Yeah, I was just kidding. Woo-hoo. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I liked how I was able to actually get out and go, and Connor drug me out in the cold and <laughs> it was fun. I liked it. So it was all good. Um, And also with fishing. Cause I'm the one that like, likes to be actually like playing in the water, like in the water, not just like, sitting on the side, looking at it.
0: Oh, you're the one that likes to ruin the fishing for everyone else.
3: Yeah. I'm the ones like
0: throwing the rocks in and splashing around. Yeah.
2: Yeah. to the rocks.
3: Tie me to the rocks. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah. Don't don't throw rocks in my fishing hole or tie you to the rocks.
3: Only if the rocks are in the water.
2: Yeah, Under the water.
3: Well, I don't want to be actually under the water. Like my not my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh um, not
2: I don't know what else. I guess Connor, what's your highlights from this past hunting season?
0: I think we've already pretty well covered my highlight.
1: What's your favorite hunting experience with Michaela? Snake
0: River trip that we've told multiple <laughs> times. trip ever. That Snake River trip where she no. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Honestly, it's just been fun to take her out and teach her some of the things that I know. I don't know a whole lot, but it's been fun to pass on the things that I do know. I've never really had the opportunity to teach somebody else how to fish or how to hunt, and that's been really fun. Um, it's also just a great way to you know, spend some time with my wife, You know, getting to spend more time with each other as newlyweds and getting to know each other more and more um but yeah that's really been the fun part of it seeing the look on her face when she catches her the fish or when she shoots her first duck um those are always gonna be fun memories for me
3: yeah and when I got the duck like I was scared to go up to it and like hold it and I was like it felt so weird anyways
0: oh yeah she never felt a duck before and so she was kind of free to hold it but now she goes up and she rings their neck by herself and everything. <laughs> <laughs> she might not like it, but she, she, so she'll sad. go and do it.
1: What's yeah. Zach's very favorite? Me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I guess my favorite experience with my wife this past year. You weren't with me either time that I was in reasonable range of deer. Um, I know, not. I, I had a few memories this year that were just ones that I'll carry with me for a lifetime. Um, but one for sure is opening day. Um, the things for me that made it memorable is my wife was able to shoot her first duck. Um, and I've got a picture of her holding that duck and it's just, she's, one of those moments that she's just so proud of, and you can sit there and look at that picture and see that she's proud of it. Um, another reason I won't remember that or forget that day is that she shot three of my decoys, and I'm out two decoys now.
1: I love you. still <laughs> not
2: happy about that. But also, as we were sitting there on the bank, we noticed that there was a pile of moose poop. It was relatively fresh. We thought it happened the night before, but what ended up happening is we're sitting there after, you know, the shooting calmed down and it's about midday and we just kind of were done.
1: It was like 1030. We were actually listening to general conference while we were out and we were in the middle of a session.
2: We're sitting there listening. And all this is beautiful, massive cow moose. Water like it's nothing. And I remember sitting there saying, sweetheart. And she was kind of nervous because she hadn't been around moose a whole lot. But that moose didn't have a care in the world and she probably got into seven, eight feet of water and didn't have, you know, Mm-mm. walking through it. and
1: Within a hundred yards of us, easy.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah. All the way around to the next island and it was just a lot of fun to watch her and have my wife be there. That fun first hunting, true hunting experience with her that she was able to be successful and we were able to share those memories, but I mean, I have a lot of fond memories from this year, from the time that it was Christmas week and we were out bow hunting, trying to get my deer and on us to the first time we took my fishing and we ended up shooting a muskrat times like those that you miss what it means to truly be one with because it's those times that you understand what it truly means to be one with nature because you get to understand it. So those are times that I can't, oh, sure. I, I'll never forget this year hunting and it wasn't even close to my most successful season, but having good times with good friends and good people is what will make it a lifetime memory. I mean, the uh, the trip with Connor, that's a trip I'll carry with me in my grave and I've got pictures of it to prove it. So
0: yeah, it was a, it was a fun trip. I definitely, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's, you know, every time you go out hunting is a fun experience getting to be out in nature and everything, but it's a whole nother level too. You know, like we have the lucky opportunity to do it with our wives and it's something else that we can bond over and have fun. with. There's just
2: memories that you make um, that you'll just never forget.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you always, you always make a bond whenever you go hunting with people and that bond with nature as well. And it's a lot of fun to be able to go out and do it with your wife and close friends.
2: Yeah, And I guess there's one last thing that I need to throw in here. Um Last week, I'm closing. My buddy Doug, Hunter Safety, ended by saying, don't chase bears. And I guess I got to qualify that with why he, Oh,
0: yeah. I wanted to ask the story behind that, but we ended too (laughs) soon.
2: That intentionally. Thanks, Doug. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Doug teaches hunter safety, and so he includes this story in every single one of his uh, classes. But what do you do when you see a cub bear?
1: You'll leave it alone because mama's going to be close. I
2: mean, I wouldn't touch it that a kid that had had some experience out hunting would have enough sense to do that. Nope.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, While well Doug, Wayne and I were in Alaska one, fishing, and Wayne and I had gone back to to go ahead and get some food. And food. We looked up the road about 100 yards and there was a cub. And brilliant Adolescent that I was, my mind instantly went to, I want one. And (laughs) so I decided it's a great idea to go ahead and try to catch it. So I just burst out running. And this cub took off after it saw me and turned that corner around a thicket of trees. And I turned and Mama happened to be in those trees. And so I don't think I've ever turned and run away so fast. I uh, I hauled my butt right back <laughs> to camp and went, oh, big bear, big bear, big bear, big bear, big bear. And my Dwayne is like, you know, you're a real genius. You know that? And uh, Doug still to this day <laughs> tells that in his hunter safety classes of what not to do. So for those of you out there, <laughs> if you do happen to see a club black bear, or any bear, um, don't follow my example. Try not to, to go ahead and chase that down. Uh, leave it alone and be safe. Not one of my finer moments.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. But
0: do um,
2: you got any announcements before we sign um, off? Keep in. We are planning a trip to Utah for fishing as soon as it, we'd like to be able to uh, YouTube slash um, podcast video for that. So keep an eye out, and we will. We will post on it as soon as we decide to do it. Um, if it, you know, you're more than welcome to come and hear a few jokes, enjoy the river and catch a few fish with us.
0: Yeah, looking forward to that trip. Should be fun.
3: Um,
1: Alright, where can they find us? Um, our Facebook Hunger the number 4, the outdoors. Our email address is Hunger the number doors at gmail.com our instagram is also hunger the lo- number four outdoors and all that um again i am making tumblers and stickers if you want any you're welcome to email us dm us on instagram or facebook and we can work all the details out that way
0: hmm and you guys can do pretty much any customizable thing, right? But you also do, like, logos yep. and our, our logo. Yep,
1: I can whatnot. do our logos in our black and orange. I can do them just a solid color if you just want a solid color. Just let us know what you want, and we can make them and send them your way. All right.
0: Awesome. Sweet. Well, until next week, everybody, I'm Connor. I'm Melissa. And I'm, Zach. And I'm Zach. We hope you keep the hunger for the outdoors. Have a Take good care. week, everyone.